0: Welcome to the Cinema ATL Podcast. The Cinema ATL Podcast is a weekly podcast that examines the world of entertainment through the lens of local NFL filmmakers. That would be us, your hosts. I'm Michael D. Friedman, and that is... Martin Kelly. And this week, with the release of No Time to Die, we thought this would be a good chance for us to discuss the new movie, as well as the impact of one of the longest-running franchises in movie history. But first, Martin Why don't you tell our listeners how they can help the podcast out?
1: Well, you can help us out by commenting, rating, and subscribing at whichever podcast format that you're listening to this on, whether that is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Amazon, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever. We really need you to share it, rate it, subscribe, and comment.
0: Or you can listen through the 5G that you got when you got your COVID vaccine
1: um i'm just kidding
0: just kidding no comments Uh, i
1: I think your speeds your speeds will vary (laughs)
0: right uh you can also tweet us uh you can get us at cinema atl or you can get us at our personal twitter accounts mine's at clever transient or
1: i'm at Marte underscore real one
0: and don't forget about instagram or the ig as the kids say we're at cinema atl podcast
1: Yeah, all the kids say that, but do the kids know about CinemaATL.com? You can still catch us there.
0: Hopefully they can figure out the web browser. (laughs) Typing in addresses is hard. Uh, So, yeah, so anyway, well, let's talk about some James Bond. Let's just get into it.
1: All right, so... Today, we're going to talk about, we're going to do a review of the latest James Bond movie, the big action film of the day, No Time to Die. Uh, What? Yeah, the new new James Bond movie, No Time to Die.
0: We're reviewing it this week? I thought we were just talking about James Bond.
1: No, we were supposed to review it. This is a new movie. This is a new release. It's the big new release.
0: Oh, (laughs) well, shit. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch it.
1: Uh, all right. Here's <laughs> what we're going to do instead. Okay. I'm going to talk very briefly about no time to die. I'm just really going to tell people since we can't review it, we can't discuss it. We um, can review um, it. Just gonna, I
0: just, I'm just going to sit here and listen to you review it. Um, no,
1: that's no fun. That's no fun. I, really, I will be
0: yeah. very brief. I'll I want to know if I should see it or not, actually. Cause, um,
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's, here's, here's what I'll do. I'll uh, I'll just set it up. I'll talk about it very briefly. Super no spoilers. But then what we really should do, because it is James Bond, and James Bond's 27 movies in, right? Right. Um, and it's been one of the longest running franchises in film history. We'll just talk about uh, our top three James Bond movies. How about that?
0: Uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a huge <laughs> James Bond fan. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can come up. I, I gotta certainly have a bottom 3. Oh, I mean, okay. I got that okay. prepared. I I can talk about So you came in
1: not re- <laughs> not watching the movie that we were going to review and 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 then not coming up with a top 3 list, but you you did prepare a bottom 3 list?
0: I mean, I thought we were going to rip the Bond franchise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, okay. Uh, I uh, actually I I I'm not a huge James Bond fan. I do enjoy the movies on occasion, uh, but I actually tend to not like them as much as I feel like I should. So I just could not come up with a top three that like made sense, especially since I haven't seen them in a while. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you my bottom three James Bond movies to avoid at all costs. So
1: okay, and I, I'm going to expect a reason why too. I do and have reason why, not just good, 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 not just, good.
0: I mean, and I'm not trying to. I'm, I'm, we're kind of joking around. I'm not really trying to rip the bond, the Bond franchise. But uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, to tell you the truth, I've just never been a huge Bond fan. Even though I can, you know, I can sit down and enjoy them for what they are. But um, no, was, you know what? It was and, too hard for me to come up with a top three. So I was like, you know what? I can tell you three off the top of my head that I really. Really hate.
1: Right. Okay. So. Okay. Well, that's cool. That's cool. You know, and, and what I'll do is cause I'm I'm with you in terms of I think I don't appreciate Bond uh as much as I'm supposed to, I think. You know, it's one of those yeah, things yeah. you're supposed to really love Bond, but uh I don't necessarily like and take or leave Bond usually. So I do have a top three, but it's sort of a unusual top three. It's certainly not uh, best movies you know what i mean it's 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 just a top three and i'll tell I'll, I'll explain the top three when we get to that point
0: so basically if if you are listening and you are a james bond fan this is our transparent uh, attempt to get you to comment on our podcast
1: yeah tell us why we're, why we're missing the boat tell I, us
0: why I, we're stupid exactly. we want to know we
1: exactly know. all right
0: Review right, so let, this is let's, get a mini review because I do I, I, I am curious to see okay, uh, okay. to see this no, film, I just uh yeah, didn't he, well remember to let, watch it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> let me let me set it up real quick. I'm gonna do really brief, we're not gonna go super into detail about, about it since we can't really discuss all the technical terms. So basically, this is no time to die. And uh the setup is James Bond has left this active service. Uh however, his retirement is short-lived when Felix, uh, an old friend from the CIA, of course, played by Jeffrey Wright, asks him for some help, and it le- puts him on the trail of a mysterious villain armed with a dangerous new technology. Now, this film was directed by Cary Joji Fukunaga, who's best known for True Crime. Oh, no, sorry, True Detective, <laughs> not True Crime, uh, and uh, also Beasts of No Nation. Uh, so he's he's the director here. Uh, screenplay written by Neil Purvis, Robert Wade, as well as Cary Joji Fukunaga uh, stars Daniel Craig, of course, as James Bond. Uh, it also stars the aforementioned Jeffrey Wright, Rami Malek, uh, Anna De Armas, and Leah Sadu, uh, amongst others. There's there's other people. Uh, I will say that
0: the, the cast is what makes me want to see this, even though I'm not a big Bond fan. But
1: no, it's, it's a good cast, very good guy. cast. Ben Winshaw plays Q. Uh, Naomi Harris plays Money Penny, and Rafe Fiennes uh, plays M. Uh, so, Ralph, you know, Ralph Fiennes, Ralph Fiennes. And of course, <laughs> of course, the ever awesome Christoph Waltz, uh, plays Blofeld. So anyway, let me really briefly talk about the film just so, okay, I'll just stop so you know, like you said, great cast. It is a great cast. Uh, and it's really well done. The action pieces are really cool. There's a great chase sequence, uh, which you come to expect with some with, with bond, you know what I mean? And, uh, it's handled really well. Um, the ending is very kind of you know bittersweet um for a bond, you know, a bond series. Uh it's kind of it's a little bit different than most Bond endings, I guess, because it's the end of an era. Because of course, this is actually um this is actually Daniel Craig's last time portraying James Bond. So this mm-hmm. is sort of his Sayonara, and they they treat it kind of as such. And uh it's. I'm, I won't go into the to the plot details too much. Um, Rami Malek, of course, is the villain, which you could have guessed from the trailer. So that's not a spoiler. And he has this weapon, uh, and it's kind of timely in in, in in a way. Even though this was was done, of course, this is done well before the uh, lockdowns to the pandemic. Right. Uh, however, the weapon is actually a bio a bio weapon uh, that actually can spread. Uh, through people's DNA. Speaking of that 5G injection, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it's it's so it's interesting that it, that this was this was actually done before the pandemic because of course a lot a lot has been made about this movie being moved many times right, right. because of the pandemic. So yeah, I mean it, it's it's funny how you know the, the actual weapon that's that's in play is actually a bio kind of a bio weapon, uh, and so is really interesting. Um, for me there were parts of it. Um we're, we're probably gonna talk about we're probably gonna talk about one of the movies that that it it has a little bit of which you know is a down you know makes it makes it a little bit down uh mm-hmm. grading it uh, a little bit a little bit of quantum solace stuck in here. Uh <laughs> between you know between the really brisk action and I, I'm gonna say um the cast is is great. Uh Daniel Craig's been a really fine bond actually. Um, Rami Malek is,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, uh, Rami Malek is, is always good. Uh, he, he does an Mm -hmm. interesting turn as the villain. Um, the supporting, you know, the bond supporting cast is very good. Um, but, uh, you know, Jeffrey Wright plays a pivotal role, but, uh, Anna DeArmas actually is the standout in my opinion. She has a brief role, um, as a bond girl, uh, but a kick, you know, like a, a kick-butt Bond girl, which you don't expect. You know, she her introduction doesn't make you think she's going to be able to to be as right. capable as she, as she is. In fact, like, you know, her introduction is she, she, uh, she's like the point of contact for the mission. Right. So, um, you know, this, that's the, you know, you make contact with your, with your handler or whatever. Uh, right. She's the handler and, and she's, and she, you know, off the cuff says, you know, I, I did take a three week course. <laughs> and so you think like, Oh, wow. Wow. This is going to end well, but she's. Like, I, think, I took
0: the Roger Moore masterclass. class.
1: <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean she was hired yeah, she was hired by the Jeffrey Wright character and you know meets Bond and then Bond's as you know, kind of hints at what's your experience and she says, Oh, I took the three week training. <laughs> and, but she really does uh do really well. Uh she's yeah, I, I like her from, you know, several movies she's been in over the years right. lately. But she she really had a spark, you know, with, with this role and had a lot of fun with it. And is one of the the other really, you know, highlights, you know, in terms of um Uh, the action so to speak so uh overall i say it's it's one of it's a decent bond movie the action is really well done i like it a lot actually um you know if you appreciate that and sometimes i'm in the mood for that and so if you are in the mood for that kind of thing to watch action sequences i would suggest doing it you know checking it out um it does slow down in in parts you know and so, Well,
0: it's like a three-hour movie, right? It's like I'm very to, close to three it,
1: Exactly, day. and it really Which shouldn't.
0: Like that's a problem with a lot of these recent ones of they're getting mm-hmm. really bloated, you know?
1: But, I, I think the attempt is to make James Bond epic, and so they right. confuse epic with long, you know what right. I mean? And, and so uh, I think that's at play here. I think if the movie had been shorter and if it just, like, jumped from action sequence to action sequence and then, you know you could be poignant in the middle, you know, and there is a poignant story and, you know, James Bond, um, you know, his, his regrets and, you know, lost loves and, and things of that nature are all really, you know, are really good pieces. And it's not, it's not a bad story. It just drags a little bit. And right, so I think that's, right. that's the, the one thing about this film that, that's, that's detrimental to it is, is when it starts to drag instead of just keeping, keeping the story moving. And you can put these elements in, just don't, don't dwell on them and, and try to, Milk them too much, and I think that's what they tried to do. So, that's my review. I give the movie a B plus. I would say, I would say a B plus. And Mm. um, you know, uh, again, you know, so in in uh, my
0: ratings, that would probably be like what, C plus. A C,
1: yeah, yeah. You probably get a. You'd probably give it a C plus, probably. Uh, But yeah, I give it. I give it a B plus just because I do. I do like how you know they they try to end it. You know, they try to give you some conclusion to the character and it's kind of bittersweet and so it's 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 worth you know it's worth that i mean it's really and and you know the cinematography i don't even you know i don't even want to get into it because it's fantastic you know and this is the this is the kind of showy cinematography though you know that we talk about uh you know all the the locales you know what i mean like greece Mm -hmm. and you know and and some wonderful wonderful shots of, of the countryside there and Uh, Italy. Sorry, it was not Greece. It was Italy. But yeah, I mean, just fantastic. Uh, Linus Sandgren is the director of photography, and uh, he does a fantastic job of shooting, of shooting it. And you know, some of his other films, I guess, are like uh, La La Land and American Hustle. Uh, uh, So, yeah, so he's certainly you know a a pro, but he he really you know creates some lush photography in the film too. So if you appreciate that, then it's 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 certainly uh, well worth it as well. But that's kind of the review, and so you know, since you didn't see it, you can't you can't argue with me. I can
0: ask you a question though. Like, <laughs> okay. so why?
1: What, what,
0: it's just so pulling James Bond out of retirement seems to have been like. Didn't they do that in Spectre, and didn't they do that in Skyfall? And like, wasn't was he, he really? I don't know themselves? if he was. Like, really it seems know. to be like going back to the well quite a bit on that one, but.
1: I, I know, you know I really didn't know that he was all retired in those movies. I thought he was just on a break. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't like, know for sure. Yeah,
0: it's like on a break, in like the friends uh, definition <laughs> on a break.
1: <laughs> well, um, in this one, if I want to, if you want to get one spoiler, I can give you one spoiler. They actually do replace. Replace him, right? And, right. He, and he meets I'm not his sure replacement.
0: I heard that from the trailer. So okay, okay. I don't think that's so, a big, a big of a spoiler. But um, okay, good, yeah. good.
1: But I mean, so this case is more than they did in the other films, in a sense that right. you know they okay. didn't expect him to come back. So, right. uh, but you're right. You know, you're right. A lot of times he, it's that famous line from Godfather Three: "They pull me back." Yeah,
0: head. he's like the reluctant. <laughs> yes, David Craig's been like the reluctant Bond. It seems like.
1: You know. um, yeah, yeah, and, and the actor's been the reluctant bond too uh, in <laughs> a lot of ways.
0: <laughs> it, it's funny that, that like that they do give him a send off because it's like the this fr- like you said this franchise has been going on for you know, 27 films now, and this is seems like the first actor where they really tried to give him a send off. Like you didn't feel that way when Pierce Brosnan had his final movie, or but, Timothy I, Dalton, or Roger Moore. It didn't feel like the end. Right. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. In terms of them, like I don't think Timothy Dalton expected to be replaced. Oh you no, know?
0: <laughs> no I, I mean I don't think a lot of them. Like, and it also just it also goes to the nature of how they've made this a little bit more serialized than than Bond movies had been in the past. So uh, mm-hmm. it kind of does stand alone as its own set
1: of films. But um, interesting. Well, you know, but you know, in in one way, you're right about the serial serialized piece of it. But at the same time, they also this this set of films actually had this through line with Spectre. Right. Right. You know as well and uh, and that's kind
0: of why it, I have an issue with this. Like I kind of just like to have my Bond movies be Bond movies and Yeah, just uh,
1: one-offs. And especially
0: when they have like, you know, 4 years in between films, it's like what? I don't remember what happened in the last film and I had that right. that was my problem with Spectre. A lot, right? Um, Right. I mean, Spectre had a lot of issues, actually, but that was part of my problem with it. They were like referring to stuff that I just didn't remember, and that's kind of why I couldn't do my top three because I'm like, I don't remember (laughs) a lot of the Bond movies. They're kind of just to me, they're kind of disposable. Like you know, watch them for the action sequences and stuff like that. But
1: no, and I think you hit. I think you definitely hit on why it this version is harder to sort of grasp onto than, let's say. Uh, you know, Marvel films or like Star Wars trilogies or something like mm. that, because the the time in between is so long and then you can right. forget stuff. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm supposed to remember what happened four years ago? Right. You know, I don't, I don't, you know? And so, yeah, I think you're right that that, that piece really kind of makes it a little bit harder to sort of And it's easier
0: to me to remember like some of these other franchises. I mean, I guess we're jumping into kind of our topic, one of our topics about, you know, franchises and stuff like that. But yeah, like with Marvel and stuff um, and those types of films, it's easier to remember them because I think they're distinct enough that you remember the films, even if they have been a while back. Um, Whereas Bond, it's very, each, each movie's very, Similar, you know, it's it's all dealing with the same. You know, he goes on a mission,
1: fights a villain, uh, and then yeah, they just yeah. kind of run together a little bit. Right. No, I think I think you're right, but in, in why it works better, maybe in a sense, as as an iconic franchise without this tie-in, like 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 they've been doing with the Daniel Craig character, is you know it's James Bond. You get it; the character's iconic. It doesn't really matter right. what happened before we're back playing
0: him either at that point. Right. And right.
1: Right. Exactly. exactly.
0: Cause you're not tying the previous. I mean, they had a little bit of that, I guess, but um, yeah, but
1: but not much, but not. it much. didn't
0: seem to be as focused on as much. Yeah. I mean, cause you right. know, they had jaws and, and several, you know, Bond mm-hmm. films and they had, mm-hmm. you know, re- recurring characters, but it didn't seem like they were like, you had to have seen the previous movie to understand what was going on.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely.
0: Well, anyway, this is where we were supposed to talk about our top three Bond movies, or in my case, the top three bad Bond movies, no, <laughs> bottom three, I don't know. Right. They're not so bad, they're good, they're just bad. <laughs> right. Well, actually, right. my top one is actually so bad, it's fun to make fun of, but it's really bad. Um, I guess I should just jump into my bottom three.
1: Yeah, go ahead.
0: Should let's, I let's do hear- that? Yeah, let's right. hear it. So number number three, I'm going like from not as worst to worst. <laughs> so so number three for me is Moonraker, um, and it is it is on this list because uh, it just really felt like a spoof of James Bond movies to me, uh, rather than a James Bond movie. Um, and it was so obvious that they were trying to capitalize on the success of Star Wars because it came out like, you know, two years later. Yeah. Um, and they were just trying to make a sci-fi. Let's put, let's put James Bond in space. Uh oh, that's going to be awesome. Uh, it just, it's just cheesy. It just feels like, a, it feels like a, a spoof of a James Bond movie. Um, it also tries to make Jaws like into this like funny, you know, like it it just kind of ruins the Jaws character when he was like kind of more of a villain. uh,
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And it becomes like kind of goofy um, and the special effects were pretty, pretty, pretty darn awful. Um, (laughs) uh, They're extremely awful right now, but they were even bad back then. They were not. Yeah. Even
1: for the time, they were not too good. Yeah.
0: Um, Number two for me is quantum of solace which you oh, yeah. mentioned, and overall, it's just a movie that makes no freaking sense. I I, I I, want somebody to explain to me what Quantum of Solace was about, because it's just is like, it, it, it's boring, it's really, it just meanders and just doesn't go anywhere, and it just doesn't make any sense to me at all. I was watching it, and I uh, just had total confusion about what was going on, um, and Uh, and ironically it sets up a lot of stuff that happens in the other (laughs) movies like like i think yeah yeah
1: exactly i think that's the problem with it and and you're right though it's so confusing and dull i mean it's really it's really tedious it's a boring
0: film (laughs) uh and yeah i wanted to like what can you even explain what Quantum of Solace is? Like, what, what does that mean? It's just like, <laughs> let's put a couple words together and make a film. Um, they cool. kind of sound cool. They sound like, you yeah, know. It's cool together. Yeah. It sounds cool. It sounds like a good band name, but um, not exactly. necessarily a Bond film. Um, I'd, I'd like to open for Quantum of Solace one day. You know, <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, uh, and then finally, my top, top. Bottom, <laughs> bottom movie, worst Bond film ever, and one of the worst movies, <laughs> one of the worst action movies I think I can think of is Die Another Day.
1: Oh which, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. This is, it was,
1: this is the one they, they got. They, they, they had to get rid of Pierce after this one, right?
0: Yes, this was his final <laughs> role, final James Bond uh and so they, there was no riding off in the sunset for for, for pierce Frost and <laughs> this one it is just so, he so just incredibly he just bad. fell off the horse <laughs> it is so incredibly bad like like talk about bad special effects that don't hold up today this has got some of the worst effects like even maybe worse than moonraker like that tends to use cgi like when he tries to like uh like parasail down the the ocean it's like it's so bad and then it's just it's just so it's just like once again it's almost like a parody of a bond movie there's just so many goofy things in it that they play for serious like it, it would be one thing if they tried to like moonraker it kind of winks at it right but die another day they're playing seriously and it's just like so bad. They got a henchman that's got diamonds embedded in his face for some reason. And it's like, okay, (laughs) you got somebody who like changes his appearance for no reason. It doesn't make any sense. Um, Halle Berry is supposed to be his love interest and she's just, they've got no chemistry together. Um, Yeah. Yeah. There's a a visible car and like,
1: (sighs) yeah, yeah. And they
0: explain the invisible car by saying, you know, it, it duplicates what's on the other side, like the camera understands what's on the other side. So it shows the person looking at it from whatever angle they're at, what's on the other side. So it looks invisible. But then there, but then there's a point in the movie where he hides behind the car and they don't see him. <laughs> like, you just, you just said that it shows whatever on the other side. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is going on here yeah oh
1: uh, It is a
0: an awful awful movie I, I actually watched it again recently because it was just on tv and i was like this is like this is one of those movies you can really make fun of it is but it's oh. not it doesn't reach a level of so bad it's good it, it's just right it's great right. it's more sad yeah. than anything
1: yeah exactly in this set you know honestly i agree I, you know why it was so sad is because i honestly really liked pierce brosnan as yeah. bond he seems like bond right you know what i mean especially in you know back back in the day he seemed like the perfect bond honestly right and for him to go out like that was just terrible
0: it's terrible. the um it's the uh the batman forever of uh, bond yeah. films it's like <laughs> yeah George Clooney could have been a great Batman. He could have been a great Bruce Wayne. And I mean, I, I think he would be fine, but the, he was in a shitty movie. So. Um, what else is Batman yeah. and
1: Robin, though? It's not Batman
0: just, and Robin. No, it's yeah, Batman not. Forever, right?
1: No, no, no it Batman... is Batman
0: and Robin. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get yeah. him confused. Batman
1: Forever is yeah, Val. I'm going
0: to go off on a re- 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 weird tangent here on the naming of a, of a movie. Why? Okay, so they introduced Batman and Robin in the third movie, yet it's called Batman Forever. And Isn't then the, Batman and Robin is the fourth movie. Shouldn't have Batman and Robin, the fourth Batman Batman movie, been Batman forever? Like, forever? They, and the one that you introduced Batman, the one yeah, you introduced yeah. Robin in, should have been Batman and Robin. All right. Anyway. Well, true. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's why I got it confused.
1: They just slipped. They just slipped. But we were supposed to be talking about Bond. I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, okay.
0: I, I was going off on a tangent. All right. Yes. Yes. All right. So that's but- my bottom three Bond films. Now you said you had a top three that was a little bit different than usual. So.
1: Yeah, my top three. I'm gonna give a top three, and it's gonna be a top three based on different bonds, though. It's gonna be okay. just basically um, you know, like what which I are think are the
0: best bonds or
1: No, I don't necessarily think that necessarily, but these these are probably I mean, okay, Bonds. I, I mean, may, maybe one of them considered not very good, but but I still I grew up on them. You know, I was a little little kid when he was Bond, so mm. he was Bond before anyone else. Before I even realized there was a Bond before him. So, uh, so you're not so was,
0: you're not listing the top. Three, you're blessing your favorite of each of these, right? Yeah, basically,
1: yeah, I'm I'm listing my favorite movie with different bonds, and and I'm just doing three, so I'm not, I'm I'm, so somebody's going to get left out, and so it's it's a big name going to get left out, but whatever. Uh, So I just talked about Pierce Brosnan, so my number three is Tomorrow Never Dies, which is Pierce Brosnan as Bond. And it's probably the best of his films uh, as Bond. And, um, you know, it's a really fun film. It it starts with uh, kind of a a crazy villain, Jonathan Price, who's always fantastic. And he's kind of like this media mogul, uh, you know, with a, you know, with a, um, it's funny, uh, with a a penchant for, you know, Taking over the world through the media, you know what I mean, and then it's also got one of my favorites, Michelle Yeoh, who we've seen earlier this year in right, uh, right. chi and she's kicking butt because she just just was just coming off of the *Super Cop*, uh, you know, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. movie where she got introduced to the U.S. audiences, and uh, they had a fantastic stunt scene, like the motorcycle chase through saigon where pierce like pierce and and michelle had to be handcuffed to each other while like a helicopter is 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 you know tra- chasing them down and trying to chop them up with the blades it's really a really cool action sequence especially for that time which is what makes the die another day failures yeah. you know <laughs> so more all the more the glaring because right. they yeah. they they proved they could do it earlier they could do it right you right. know and so it, it's kind of funny but so you know basically uh, to Tomorrow never dies is is my favorite. No it's my number three. It's the best Pierce Brosnan bond.
0: I was gonna say that my favorite Pierce Brosnan was Goldeneye, but I think i that might be just because of the, the video
1: game. Well, I was gonna say yeah. I think also the problem with the problem with Die Another Day is that they were more concerned about video games than they right. were about
0: movies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so they thought they were gonna do something cool with the video with a video game, but it didn't work right. out, right? So that's that's the Pierce Brosnan, number number three. Now, number two is actually "For Your Eyes Only," which um, it could have been number two just because uh, one of the better Bond songs of all time. Right, for "Your yeah. Eyes Only," uh, but this it's like is a of course
0: "Kill Better," but it's just, no "View Two Kills" a song, nice as too as a song as a song.
1: Yeah, yeah, no v Two no, Kills" nice a nice song too but. for sure. But this is, you know, kind of an epic, an epic Bond right. song, and so, um, you know, it, it's not great. This one, for sure, is not great. But it is, it is Roger Moore, who would I was a kid, he was Bond, right? You me know too. what I'm saying? Uh, so I heard about this old guy who used to be Bond later, <laughs> <laughs> and that's Sean Connery. But for me, and everyone, everyone, of course. You know, the cool kids all say, well, you know, Roger Moore is a terrible, terrible Bond compared to Sean Connery. And maybe that's true, but you can't really tell me that because when I was a kid, this was James Bond. So, you know, he was good enough. And uh, this has some for its time. Now, remember, this is this is old. (laughs) This is an older movie, like 1981, I think, Uh, like really Really early eighties, and um, right. you know, great. Like I said, great theme song. It had a really cool, uh, like a ski, a ski chase. You know, mm-hmm. the one part of it takes place on the on the slopes, and so that was a really memorable action sequence for its day. It, it just really, um, you know, was seemed like it was breaking new ground. You know what I mean? In in, in its day, and so right. yeah, you know, for me, I don't know. I mean, I just think you know this is the best. Roger Moore Bond. And it's a classic. This is the best Bond movie of the 80s, I would say, even though like Sean Connery actually came back in the 80s <laughs> right, right. to play Bond. But I think this is still the quintessential 80s Bond movie. So that's why it's number two.
0: Is that? Well, I was going to go off another tangent. I was going to say that that Sean Connery that came out in the 80s, that was not an official Bond movie though, right? <laughs> it was like kind of something they did.
1: Yeah, I think it was the... I, th- I think it was never say never again right. is what is what it was called and it was him and Ken Basinger and it was okay it was actually you know right. it, probably, it, was, it, was, yeah. it was probably as good as any of the Roger Moores for sure but uh, it may be better but at the same time it just wasn't he's he never was bond for me because I right. when I was a kid Roger Moore was bond you know and I can appreciate that Sean Connery is a great actor but he was never Bond for me, so you know this is an right. unpopular opinion. All the cool kids mm-hmm. still think he's, they still still think he's the best Bond.
0: Well, something so, else for people to write us and
1: complain about. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So More that's complaints. number two. Bring him, Bring them. Yep, that's number two for your eyes only. And so we, we're we're getting out of getting getting a little long in the tooth here. So my number one is a Daniel Craig, and it is his initial film, Casino Royale, and. Mm, okay. Because Casino Royale, I think, may be the best Bond movie uh, because, you know, in context, nobody thought Bond would work again. I mean, right. they didn't think the Bond character was going to work again. And then they took a chance on Daniel Craig, who had not been, you know, uh, that established. He had been in a few films. In fact, uh, one of his more notable films right. was Road to Perdition, where he played uh, kind of the villain of the film.
0: And, and Layer he, Cake.
1: Yeah, and layer cake, which he was good at, and that that is probably what got him the role. Probably why he got the role, yeah, 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 because of the action pieces there. But what was so great about Casino Royale was the Martin Campbell was the director, and he really um, focused on creating some fantastic action. I mean, this is sort of modern day action. Now, this is you know we talk about the bad special effects in Moonraker, but I mean that was the seventies. You know, we talk about you know, the bad special effects of, of die another day. Uh, and, you know, that was the nineties. Right. So it was this actually the though, thousands,
0: but that's, Oh really? It, that makes it even worse. <laughs> yeah. It makes it even worse. <laughs> I, 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 too, actually, yeah, I forgot. Actually... I forgot.
1: So, but, <laughs> but this, this, and you know, that was one of the things they didn't think bond could be done. Right. Because of the, the, the way movies had changed. Right. And then, and then like Martin Campbell comes back in, and, and and then this this brooding version of James Bond comes in, Daniel Craig, and he is physically intimidating. He's you know fantastic in, in terms of uh, you know the action, the way he handles the action, and you you know you you really believe the action scenes. I mean, we talked a little bit about this when we talked about Atomic Blonde recently, where we really believe Charlize right, Theron right. could could do it, and this is. This Is true about Casino Royale, in my opinion, is that you really believe that he's taking this punishment and still just persevering and, and getting through it. And so, that's this is a really impressive film. And so, it really brought back Bond and put him back on the map. It made it a big deal, which, of course, we kind of say it never really lived up to, to, to all this promise after Casino right. Royale. So, I mean, Sky,
0: Skyfall was pretty good. <clears throat> um, but again, once again, it got it was too bloated and also. Too, little, too little, not enough fun to it. Um, oh, yes. Where Casino Royale was, while he was brooding and it was intense, it was still a fun movie. You know what I mean? Like it had, it had that I don't know the action that kept you like entertained a little bit more than some of the the more brooding elements that have come later. The more and, intense, yeah the and, and moments, here, I guess I would say. Yeah,
1: I agree. I agree. But here's one of the more important features of Casino Royale: is it One of the reasons they never thought that uh, the Bond character would would translate again is because of the way it had been portrayed traditionally. You know, the ladies' man, the sort of like, you know, gallivanting with a hundred different women. That's how they they even get the term Bond girls is from that, that kind of thing. And this is where you establish he's a very sort of, you know, committed person when it comes to romantic entanglements you know what i mean and i mean obviously this this uh you know the relationship between him and eva green's character vesper um you know became a complicated and 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 touching sort of story of love right and so um that's what changed about the character and i think that was 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 really good and it it brought it up to speed as well as sort of the innovation in the action sequences so and also that's why
0: blonde hair too which is
1: which was different yeah which Hard is
0: why i now that everybody had such a hu-
1: uproar about
0: bond can't have blonde hair What's and i totally on?
1: i totally thought the same thing i really didn't think he was <laughs> i really didn't think he was dashing enough to be james bond and then he just you know he proved that it's not but about he came being out dashing. of the water
0: wearing those tight swim trunks and you were like oh yes i'm on board
1: no that wasn't no that
0: wasn't <laughs> it was just no. the just That's what the I thought. presence
1: the The confidence, you know what I mean? Just the confidence he had is what substituted for being dashing. That's what I meant. (laughs) Um. But anyway, so to recap, my top three. uh, Number three, Tomorrow Never Dies, Pierce Brosnan. Number two, For Your Eyes Only, Roger Moore. And number one, Casino Royale with Daniel Craig.
0: And to recap, my bottom three is Moonraker. Number two, Quantum, Quantum of Solace. And number one, Die Another Day, the
1: worst Bond movie. Um. But you know what's cool? What's cool about both of our lists is actually uh, we we actually did have the different bonds uh, represented as well. That's true. We have the different That's actors, true. so the same,
0: yeah, the, the same ones, the yeah. same
1: three, and same we three. we 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 didn't include Sean Connery, which I guess is is a sin, but uh, it just people means can tell he's a mid,
0: he's a middling Bond. He just falls in the middle. He's a, middling,
1: <laughs> he's, a he's a middling Bond. <laughs> exactly. That's it. That's gonna he I was doesn't gonna even quote. he doesn't even rate cinema atl doesn't even rate Sean <laughs> Connery as a bond. <laughs> so
0: atl says Sean Connery is a middling bond. Um, that's gonna go on our <laughs> quote. um, yeah, I think uh, I think we've <laughs> we've talked a lot of bond for 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 me, not being prepared at all, um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that was good. I, I I guess one more thing before we get like real quick before we we get off this, I know we've run a little little long. Uh, where do th- where do they go from here? Who do you think who do you think should be the next Bond?
1: You know, I I just want to be surprised. You know what I mean? I, right. I'd I'd love I'd love it to be somebody. You know, I think um, one person I think could could be Bond is um, man. What's his? Name? I'm blanking on his name. The young man who plays um, yeah that guy. No, from about a boy. You know who I'm talking about. He's he was um Hank. In, oh,
0: you uh, mean uh, uh oh God. Now I'm drawing. You, a blank you, on his you're blanking name. on his name too. Yeah, yeah. Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt.
1: Nicholas Holt. He 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 could make a really good bond, I think. But um, or
0: or Will you know. Poulter, who was uh, who actually just got cast as Adam Warlock in the Guardians of Galaxy Three, but. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: he could could make an issue. He could make an issue, but actually, I think I like. I kind of like the idea. Like you know, it's been tossed around a lot of Idris Elba being
1: being
0: bought. Yeah, that would be that'd be an interesting take.
1: I think he could be.
0: Yeah,
1: I think he could be, but I think it's a little. It's a little old. He's a little bit older to start. He
0: he is a little bit old for for the role. I guess we're being ageist,
1: but. uh, but No, no. I'm just saying Um, if you keep if you want to keep the franchise going for a, a few a few films, especially if you're not going to put them out, you know, every couple of years, you know, I think you need a younger actor uh, to play bond um, just so he could mature with the role. But yeah, I think Idris is fantastic. And, you know, you know, quite a few years ago, he would have been a great choice for bond, but uh, I just think he's a little old to start as bond. In my opinion,
0: Tom Hardy would be a good bond too, but uh, he's also.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Tom Hardy's awesome too, but yeah, he's, He's so quirky though I think I like him doing other things
0: but he might you might bring that quirk to Bond that bond needs right I don't know uh, I, I think Possible. I think the, the casting of Daniel Craig was really good because it was different and it it's it kind of freshened it up a little bit I think it just needs another refresh right so no
1: I agree I agree
0: all right. Anyway, that was our feelings on Bond. Um, if you guys have uh, any any qualms with what we've said, especially the fact that uh, Sean Connery is a middling Bond, um, <laughs> feel free to let us know. Um, we'd like to hear from you. Um, but you know, uh, before we go, I'd like to thank Eureka Failure. Failure? I, I You know, I always mess up their name the first time I say it. Eureka Failure is the name of the band. Yes. They are awesome. Thank them for for sharing their music with us every week. And uh, I saw them play live at the Star Bar last week, and it was really, really cool. New stuff coming. So check them out on uh, Bandcamp or Spotify or wherever you listen to digital music. And then finally, Martin, let's wrap up with your words of wisdom.
1: This is a little self-care. <clears throat> Surround yourself with people who see your value and remind you of it.
0: Hmm. So why, why Why? do you do this podcast with me again? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm <just> kidding. <laughs> but I think,
1: I think that's just a little self care. I, I, I see value, I, see value. I, see no, I appreciate it. I'm just joking.
0: It. That's a joke. Come it's on, fine. people.
1: It's all, it's all good it's all
0: good you would be better than a middling bond
1: That's right. <laughs> I probably wouldn't because my accent would. I can never do the accent we should get Alex Alex Collins Alex Collins we should we That's, should get to start bond.
0: we should do uh, we start that from uh, promoting that Alex Collins is the next bond
1: there we let's go let's do it
0: let's get it trending hashtag, <laughs> Collins, hashtag is bond.
1: Collins is bond
0: <laughs> hashtag connery was middling um (laughs) um, (laughs) anyway yeah i think we we (laughs) said enough uh i think we should go home we're drunk um yeah we'll see you next time on the cinema ATL podcast